selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Building about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host Daryl Amy here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Until we're hey, Daryl, where's the year going? Tell I, me right now. I, I mean, we're eight, know. we're eight and a half months or so into 2021. What's happened? It's incredible. Here we are, um, well into August. School's about to start. <laughs> all of this. You know what, though? Hey, this is the time as we get ready for fall to up our game to really think about what can we do um, to show gratitude to our clients. And today's conversation with Laura Brandeo is going to be fantastic. You're going to get a ton of ideas. But by the way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, I want to welcome you. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. Well, Larry, right now in the middle of the summer, I'll tell you one of the highlights of my summer has been hanging out every Friday with the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. What what a community. And, you know, we go back a year and a half or so ago and we put together a community of like hearted sales professionals and sales leaders. And this kind of ties into Laura Brandeo and her message that say yes every day to bring in heart, sincerity, substance to the forefront, to bring the true version of themselves to the forefront. The Insiders Group's just been an absolute blessing. I look forward to it every Friday, Daryl. It's amazing. It's been a bright spot in my summer and all through the year. I'm so encouraged by this community of like-hearted sales professionals. So if you're listening in and you're saying to yourself, wow, I'd like to be a part of something like that. Hey, come join us. Uh, we'll get you a free pass. Just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders and get a free pass to our next up close and personal uh, with a, a sales thought leader. We've got an incredible roster of people coming on deck here in the next couple months. So check that out, sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. Well, I'll tell you, one of my favorite Selling from the Heart uh, champions in this world <laughs> is Laura Brandeo. Talk about a ball of energy <laughs> and enthusiasm. Oh. oh, my gosh. I remember after the after the challenge, Daryl, I had a couple people actually from the insiders group reach out and said, Larry, after experiencing this, I want to go run through a brick wall. <laughs> so... I have a feeling that you're going to feel the same way. As you know, if you were here last week, during August, it's summer vacation. We're getting these last few weeks of rest and relaxation in before we push hard into the fall and into the fourth quarter. So we have brought uh, out of the archives, we've brought some of the most treasured, um, some of the most encouraging, enthusiastic, and powerful sessions uh, that we could think of to encourage us as we head into this fall. And today we are excited to feature Laura Brandeo and her session from the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge. And Larry, in this session, she shares how she says thank you. And let me tell you, it, you're get ready. This one's a grab a notepad and get ready to learn. Inspire and influence all the way, Daryl. 
it's going to be fantastic. So without further ado, join us uh, for this recording of our session from the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura Brandeo. Hey, Laura! Hi! Oh, Hello, everyone! <laughs> you know, th there, there's, there's been many, many, many bright spots over this past year for, mm -hmm. for me personally. Uh, one of them is meeting Laura. And um, our paths crossed through a mutual acquaintance of ours, I believe. And we just hit it off. Laura's been on our podcast. She's been, uh, a her and I frequently talk. I've been on her podcast. We've been on other people's podcasts yeah. together. Um, she's just a breath of fresh air. And I love everything about Laura and what she stands for. So you, mm -hmm. we're all in for a treat. Well, I am honored to be here. And what you guys are doing and what you have brought to the entire world is priceless. It absolutely is. I mean, I hope that you can take a moment to realize how big of an effect both of you have. Oh, on thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is the time and we need this right now. And uh, I am so excited to hear what you've prepared for us today. I know it's going to be fantastic because I've already got a bit of a preview. So I think <laughs> let's just dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from New Jersey. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. And happy International Customer Appreciation Day, everyone. Of course, as I said, I want to congratulate Larry and Daryl for an amazing event and for bringing us together to recognize the importance of client appreciation. I think we all believe that we show appreciation for our clients but I'm not 100% sure that all of our clients would agree. And that is why we are being challenged to take a look in the mirror and see what we can do to leave a lasting impression of appreciation. My name is Laura Brandeo. I am the president and a partner of a national mortgage lender, AFR, and the author of Say Yes Every Day, Discovering Your Superpowers. When I started in the mortgage industry as a telemarketer on an inside sales team, it was a very type A, male-dominated, money-focused industry. I remember early in my career almost apologizing and explaining that I'm different when I told others what I did for a living. I bet maybe a few of you can relate to that. But once I came to grips with the fact that just because that's the way it always was, doesn't mean it needed to stay that way forever. I could be the person that created the ripple of change where we truly connected with our clients and families and built a relationship on care, concern, and dare I say love? There, I said it. I love my clients and I'm not afraid to share it with the world. A few years ago, I watched a YouTube video. This video was about Bob Farrell and the video is called, Give Them the Pickle. Mr. Farrell shares a story where he owns a restaurant. This restaurant was a staple of the community. It's the place where you took your kids on their birthdays and you went after school and after those soccer games. Everyone loved going there. Mr. Farrell believed he was the pillar of customer service and the joy of his community. 
until the day when he received a note from a customer who shared a recent experience. The gentleman was a longtime client, and on his last visit, he said to his waitress, could I please get an extra pickle? And the waitress turned to the gentleman and said, of course, sir, that will be 75 cents for that extra side of pickles. Well, the gentleman paid the 75 cents, and when he got home, he sat down at his computer and he sent an email to Mr. Farrell. Now, the first thing I want you to think about is how many of our clients won't say anything. They won't actually take the time to send an email or to message you to tell you they're unhappy. They just go away to a competitor or to someone else. But Mr. Farrell had the opportunity to do something about it. So he made a proclamation and went to his sales team, uh, to his entire team and said, if someone asks for something extra, especially a pickle, give it to them at no charge. Now, the other thing I want you to keep in mind is nowadays, those customers can also go out on social media, they can tell their friends, but by giving them that extra pickle, you're creating brand ambassadors. So at that moment, everything changed and he decided, I'm going to always give the extra pickles. So I ask you, what is your extra pickle? Because each one of us needs to think about what is that extra special thing that we can do for our clients whether it's a handwritten note, whether it's putting them on a special team, and of course, connecting to them personally, that in itself is an extra pickle. See, as humans, we all want to feel appreciated and treating our clients as individuals instead of generalizing them into categories or sales funnels gives them a sense of appreciation that will be carried on long after the sale. We all know that the number one reason why customers change providers or don't return is because there's no connection. There's no reason to keep coming back. Let me take you back to the 1980s. Let's think about that show, Cheers. What happened every time the door swung open and Norm walked in and everyone yelled, Norm! Is that how our clients feel? How confident are we that they feel that love and joy when they reach out to us when they need us? Or the love and joy when we reach out to them? Last week, I was speaking to a young lady. She's been in the sales profession for about three years. She was so excited to share with me her very first experience two years ago when her boss said, you are going to get to go to your first conference. And she thought, okay, here's my opportunity to bond with prospects and current clients and really show my leadership that I am dedicated. So what she did is before she arrived to that conference, she downloaded the entire attendee list and she made index cards with the photo, the name, the title, the company, and some information that she found on the internet, whether it was their social media or the website. So that that way, when she walked around the conference, 
When Minichi saw someone, for example, hey, Bill, I saw the Yankees one last night. Well, she immediately had that connection. And Bill, that actually had never met this young lady, turned around, said, yes, they did. Isn't that great? And he thought she remembered something about him. Now, two things happened to that young lady after that day. Number one, she walked away with the most sales from that conference. And in addition to that, she also was promoted to a leadership role because she showed that it wasn't just about attending. It wasn't about just walking up to people and shaking their hand or having a conversation. It was having a personal bond and taking the time to know something about these people before she asked for the sale. See, it's 2021, and that means that we can learn all about our clients and prospects as long as you take the time to learn and care about them. We live in a marvelous time where we not only can connect to them professionally, but also on a personal level. On Wednesday, Daryl shared a story of someone sending him a personalized note congratulating him on his grandchild and that that card and that individual was forever connected to him in his heart. That's what we all have the ability to do with our clients. We need to use the tools that we have, such as social media. All of us should be on LinkedIn. There is no one that should not max out how many contacts that we can relate to. And depending on the business that you're in, you may need to be on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter also. But regardless, you have to go back to separating yourself from the pack. You should connect with every industry leader you can. When you see someone in an article, when you see someone speaking at an event, if you hear a name that keeps popping up, connect to them immediately and form a relationship, not asking them necessarily to do something for you, just connecting, building that relationship. If you don't have a full social media presence at this moment, it's time to get one because not only is it a way for you to bond with your clients, it's a way for you to spotlight them on your social. And it also allows them to see you not just as a sales professional. All of a sudden, you're a father, you're a daughter, you're a hiker, you're a surfer, you're a sports coach. One of the reasons why people are defensive when a sales professional comes to them is because one, no one wants to be sold, and two, no one wants to feel out of control. They wanna feel like I know everything, I can do everything without someone's guidance or without someone trying to show me a better way. We get defensive, but the minute that you can connect on something, on where you live, on the things you like, on the books you're reading, on the fact of what's going on in celebration, you are no longer a need to be defensive. You've humanized yourself. And by doing that, you have a connection and you can also see into their world to use those connections. You've turned into 
a trusted advisor that they can relate to. I make it a habit that the moment I speak to someone or I have an email or I have a connection with someone, I immediately connect to them on social. Why? Because I know it's not realistic for me to necessarily speak to every person within my network on a weekly basis. But I know that they can get their fill of Laura Brandeo and remember who I am and what I have to offer every single day on social media. So this is where you need to lean into who that is. And once you know them on a personal level, you can have open and honest conversations with them so that you can understand their needs and how you can hope help them. Last night, during the VIP happy hour, we were discussing CEOs and executives needs right now. This is a very unsettling time. And I can tell you, CEOs and top leaders want as much information as we can get. George Henderson, I'll make him that superstar that, that Daryl was speaking about earlier. George Henderson actually mentioned a time where he gathered a group of cybersecurity experts that worked with different companies to be able to bring them together and share their insights. Now, when he came up with this idea, people thought he was crazy. How is this? How are you going to take a bunch of people that work at different companies and have them come together to share? I can't imagine. No one's going to want to speak up, right? No one's going to want to actually provide their secrets. That is not correct. By bringing these people together, you are creating a mastermind. And you are once again showing you are that trusted advisor. You are the differentiating factor that you are not just a sales professional. You are helping their businesses, giving them insights and allowing them to make educated decisions about the most important thing to them at that moment, their company and their teams. And that is where you are different. And that is what you need to provide to these clients. I can share with you that most of the calls that I get as an executive, they're very cold. Now, I am an example of if you put my name in Google right now, you can learn everything about me that I am passionate about. You can learn my why and what I am looking to do, not only for my company, but as the greater whole. But when no one actually takes the time to realize who I am and what I need and what I'm looking to do, why would I possibly give the time to someone trying to sell me the greatest technology, the new phone system, the whatever it may be? You don't. But the greatest thing is, is that when you form those connections, Larry and I met from a LinkedIn message. He actually messaged me right at initial lockdown. Maybe it was like April of 2020. And we had been connected on LinkedIn because why? I listen to the Selling from the Heart podcast. And as I mentioned, whenever I like something, I immediately connect on LinkedIn. So I connected. Now, months passed, 
You know, there was no need for us to come together. But then in April of 2020, I'm sure Larry was going through his connections on LinkedIn. And he's like, hey, who's this woman? Laura Brandeo, she's the president and a partner of a mortgage company. Maybe there's some kind of fit here. And we instantly had a bond. It turns out that our lives aligned where he's from the copier business and my husband is from the copier business. And wow, what a really small world. He's done some work in the mortgage industry before. We would have never known that if Larry had sent me a LinkedIn message saying, hey, Laura, you know, let me sell you this. Let me tell you why you should buy this from me. I would have never at any time given him that opportunity to form a connection. But he did it. He came to me as someone asking how things were in a troubling time. If I needed any assistance with my sales team and how my company was doing as we were transitioning to working from home and remotely. That is excellence in sales. That is excellence in relationships and connections. Remember your connections are there because, I'm sorry, your connections are not there for you to sell them. They're there to be a valued relationship so you can solve problems. And those problems may not actually be tied to something your company can provide to them. You are there to listen and be that confidant. And I find that a lot of times my greatest relationships are not from things that I can help my clients with. It's actually connecting them to other people. So if I can't help them, I put them in touch with someone that can help them. And you know what? They wind up coming back to me many more times because we're connecting others to as a whole. And that is, again, differentiating ourselves. And you become the trusted advisor and the expert to your entire connections. Now, ultimately, that will gain market share. Ultimately, you will increase your own sales, but sometimes we get too laser focused on how it relates to us. But when we give a piece of ourselves to others, it will come back to us tenfold. So our digital presence on social media, I have to tell you in my industry, I, I keep saying all the time, you guys have no idea how easy it is now versus back when I first started in our industry, because back then you only had the phone. Now you have many variations, but you're allowed to bond with people personally. I wasn't actually on social media until 2018. And when I did my first on stage um, speaking event, people came up to me and said, Laura, we love your energy. We want to see more. We want to feel this. And I thought, feel this? How am I supposed to have people feel, you know, my passion for my industry? And then I realized we all have that gift. But you have to determine what your gift is. For some, it could be your writing. Maybe you are absolutely amazing at putting together, you know, e-magazine articles that you could put on LinkedIn, or maybe you can write for a particular magazine in your industry. Myself, I needed to have people see me. 
I love video. I love sharing a piece of my personality and passion for what I do because people could feel me. Now, the way that they can connect to you could be different. Like I said, it could be through voice. It could be through video. It could be through your writing. Whatever that is, you have to share it with the world because you are not just representing a company, a product, a service. You are bringing your light to others and you're sharing that with the rest of the world. And that is ultimately your gift. Now, a few weeks ago, I read a book and it's called Micro Famous. It's a book, you know, written in my industry. But I thought about this. We all have the ability to be micro famous. So what is that? Micro famous is when you are famous within your industry. See, sometimes we look at this big picture. We look at YouTube and we look at LinkedIn and Facebook and we say, oh my goodness, you know, I don't have 100,000 followers or I don't have all these people watching my videos and people get discouraged. But see, you're not out there trying to necessarily be the global superstar of the entire world. You just need to be micro famous in your industry. You want to make it so everyone in the industry knows that you are the best, whatever it is you have to offer. So allow yourself to be the go-to person, the person that not only serves the community via a product or service, but the one that can also connect you to others. I can tell you that I'm involved in lots of different projects inside and outside of the mortgage industry. And there are many times that I reach out to Larry. Now, when I'm reaching out to him, I have no idea if he knows someone that might be able to help with this project or not. But I know that that conversation will be positive. I know that we will help each other. If he needs something, if I need something, that's a bond. That's a relationship. And everyone in your industry should feel that same connection. And they should know that you are there for them. And the other important component of this is sometimes we rest a little bit on our corporate marketing. And we say, well, I'm XYZ company. And that is wonderful. And you are. You are representing that company. But people don't necessarily want to do business with a company. They want to do business with you. They want to come back to you. They want you to be that person that they know they can reach out to for an answer. You're the person that can connect them to the right people that they need. Now, once we're micro-famous, everyone in your industry knows you and knows what you stand for. And as sales professionals, we know that communication, right? We're going to be able to go on video. We're going to be able to, to write. Now, once we do that, let's take it to the next level. From that 2018, when I first connected on social, something else started to happen. I started to form these relationships and keep in mind, I've been in the mortgage industry my entire career, but no one knew me outside of my company until I became micro famous. And then it hit me. If I have 
my gift of being able to make people feel good with energy, with lifting them up, why not use that to make our clients feel good? So what I recommend you do is once you figure out that particular way to use your power, whether it's writing, whether it's video, whether it's podcast, whatever it is, I then want you to tie prospects and clients into it. When March 2020 happened, I could no longer go and see my clients. I couldn't go to conferences. I couldn't have that personal bond shaking their hand and giving them a hug. I had to figure out another way. So I leaned in to podcast. I have two magazine articles and I started three women's groups because that's something that I'm passionate about. Well, what I did is I don't at any time during those things speak about me because I'll give everyone the secret. No one really wants to hear about someone else. They want to spotlight themselves. So once you figure out your gift, I then want you to use that gift to spotlight your prospects and clients. Interview them. I do these quick little videos sometimes called how and why. Tell me how you, for me, how you came into the mortgage industry and why do you continue to do this? I have people that break down in tears that explain that they went through a difficult mortgage process or they lost a home during the subprime crash and they decided they were gonna be different. They decided they were gonna help veterans because they're a veteran and they got pushed into a loan that wasn't as, as beneficial as a VA loan. When you take the time to connect to your clients in a way that no one else has ever done, you're memorable. You're differentiating yourself. And that bond will create more market share, more sales, but you're doing it in a way where it's all about them. So I really need you to think about what you can do to create a way to spotlight these people. Because I guarantee you when you call them and you say, hey, I would love to interview you really quick. I'd love to hear your story. How did you come into the industry? How did you get started doing whatever that industry is? By you doing that, you will be memorable. Okay, so what happened with me? When I started doing that, I added 1,500 new clients in six months. But that was great. My business boomed. But more important than that, I built relationships. And I am micro-famous in my industry that everyone says, that's that really positive lady that always has positive in in energy. I want to work with her company. That's the company I want to do. So I encourage you to think about what you can do to create that bond, okay? Another thing I want you to do with your clients, every single, you know, yesterday, going back to that virtual happy hour, Angel mentioned that a concern that CEOs have right now is their employees are not engaged. They're not connected to the company and it's struggling, especially in a remote environment. Every company has a mission statement. I mentioned some of the things that are important to me. Research that. Take a look at what their mission is and tie your connection to the company 
to that mission. Do an interview with them to say, hey, can you explain to me why it's important for you to be a green company? Can you explain to me why giving back to your community in this way is important to you? Spotlight it on a blog, put it in an article, interview them and do a video and put it on your social media explaining how wonderful XYZ company is. All of those things not only benefits you, it benefits the company because you tagged them and you spotlighted that company to where now their clients are saying, wow, I love that I'm a client of that particular company because they give back to the community in this way. So I want you to really think about that. Tie yourself to their mission. All right, right now I am working on a speech for my next in-person speaking event. And my speech is about peak moments. And I want to go through what creates a peak moment. All right, I'll give you an example. A peak moment would be your child getting married, your first grandchild. You know, those moments of transition when you start that new job and you're so excited or you get that promotion, peak moments, okay? So I thought, how can peak moments tie into our businesses? How can I make a peak moment be memorable for my clients? Well, there's actually four ways to create a peak moment. The first one is elevation. These are those moments that lift you up, like those moments I mentioned, or being on a podcast. When your client is on a podcast, you just elevated them. How about insight? These are those life aha moments where you are enlightened and awakened or when you tie into their company mission that is enlightened. How about pride? Pride is your children's awards that you put up on the refrigerator years ago. Or how about this? Have you ever thought about sending a message to the boss of your contact at the company? Think about that, right? Here you are, you're working with Jill and you've been working with Jill on putting together this proposal. You want to work with Jill. You want to win that account. Well, how about if you go to Jill's boss, not to try to push getting the sale, not to make it self-promotion of yourself, how about if you go and you tell Jill's boss how amazing Jill is and what an amazing leader they must be to have Jill do as wonderful as a job and what a pleasure it is to work with Jill. You are creating pride. You are lifting them up. And I promise you, from speaking of someone that is an executive, I probably get one of those every three months. I wish I got more. It makes me very happy to see my team members being lifted up by others. It's something small that we can do that differentiates ourselves. And then there's connection. This is where you are drawn closer because you're working together towards a goal. You're solving a problem with someone and you are together. So if these peak moments are created by elevation, insight, pride, and connection, what can you do to incorporate them into your client relationships? Because peak moments are not something that goes away the next day from our memories. There are things that touch us in our heart 
like that card that Daryl has on his desk. That created a peak moment. So a few things that I do to create that. I give personalized gifts when I get a new client because now we're partners. I put them on a special team because we all know any new relationship needs to be nurtured. I do a one-on-one -on -one video with all of my new clients to understand the why. And I'm going to tell you another reason why I do this, because we all know life happens. Sometimes things don't perfectly go the way we expect them, no matter how much preparation we do. That why is a way for me to circle back as to why we became partners. So if something goes off track, I can remind them and bring them back to a focal point. And I send them milestone gifts because at the start of every relationship, we are in this honeymoon period. But being partners over time is even more of an important piece. So as we wrap up, what have we learned? Number one, be vulnerable and never hesitate to love your clients. Give them the pickle and know what your pickle is. Have a digital plan and connect to every prospect and client and person that is within your industry immediately. Explore and learn your most effective way to communicate on social media and use it not to spotlight you, but to spotlight others. Know your client's mission and support it. Create peak moments and ask for referrals and reviews because having those amazing relationships, we need to continue to grow. And also customize your client experience and most importantly, be you because you are the difference of all of it. Thank you so much, Larry and Daryl, and keep selling from the heart. Ugh. Laura, I love, of I love moment. you. Keep wow. going. <laughs> hey, hey, really, hey, really quick. As, uh, oh, wow. I love Laura. But here, here's her book. I encourage everyone, go out and grab yeah. a copy of Say Yes Every Day, Discovering Your Superpower. Laura, you are brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> So, so inspirational. And I just see the chat coming through, Laura, just of all the different ways you've invested in people today. It's 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 wonderful. And this what a what a peak moment in the <laughs> challenge to show gratitude. And the way you do that is is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually get that a lot. The brick wall, I get a lot. <laughs> I'd like to see Joe Barrow run through a brick wall. That's good. I think you're going to have a uh, a lot more uh, connections here on Yes, and, and, and please, guys, I want everyone to connect to me. And it doesn't matter what industries we're in. That makes zero difference, right? We're all humans. We're all trying to help right. people. We all want to build our connections. I love, you know, tag me, all that kind of stuff. I promise you, I will support you. All I want is for everyone. I want us to be our true selves and make a difference in the world. Stop. Whatever was done before doesn't matter. Just be yourself. Go sell from the heart. Use your relationships. Make a difference because we don't have to copy what was there before and spotlight others. You spotlight them. It will come back to you in tenfold. Oh, hey, amen on that one. And Daryl, there's been so many bright spots throughout 
you know, this past year, as we're bringing the movement around authenticity to the forefront, Laura, you've been a huge part of this. I saw Dave Sanderson chime in, yeah. rooting on. Dave Sanderson's been a bright spotlight in, in our Selling from the Heart community. We love the both of you. I mean, this thing could probably go on another hour, Daryl. <laughs> I actually had to tone it down because I was watching the time and I'm like, all right, I got to cut this off. <laughs> hey, but by the way, really quick, because I'm sure other people are probably trying to figure this out. I'm dying to know, what do you eat, drink, and what's your morning plan in the morning? <laughs> It's really, it's really funny, and I, and I hate saying this word because my New Jersey accent is going to come through. But I do not drink coffee. <laughs> wow. So that's the first thing. You I do not. <laughs> I don't ever drink that. Um, so I am strictly, you know, you know, Larry. I get up I very early, like I you. Know. We get up very early, and I will tell you, my morning routine next to my bed, okay, is two things, but for different reasons. So I have my phone, and I have my AirPods but I'm going to tell you why. These AirPods immediately, when I get out of the shower, go in my ear, affirmations. Mm -hmm. I do not look at my email. I do not look at my social media because if I see a problem from a client or something that is blew up in the middle of the night, I don't wanna start my day that way. So I know that as soon as I get out of the shower, these are in my ear and I am listening to, I am strong. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am a wonderful daughter, a wonderful mother. Like these are in my brain right from the beginning. Awesome. And I start my day with that. And then I do a video for my entire company because I want them very first email when my team logs in in the morning, I want them to see me congratulating them on how marvelous they are and telling them how great the company is doing. Wow. wow. Laura, you're a true, I mean, oh. wow. Just all of it. Thank you Thank so you. much for investing in us today. We are, uh, on behalf of everybody in the challenge, we're grateful for you and um, your inspiration, energy. Love the way you say yes every day. Laura, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Thank you. Your community is awesome. I love you guys so much. Thank you for allowing me to participate in this. All mm. the best. Love awesome. it. Love it. Thanks. Love it. Totally. Thank you for being a part of the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge. Now it's time to take action. We challenge you to take what you learned today to show appreciation to your clients. As you do, let's cheer each other on. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Wow, Larry, what an incredible conversation with Laura Brandao. Every time I hang out with her, I just leave fired up. I, you know, I took three pages of notes. It's really amazing. <laughs> and you know what? It's so good to go back and listen and, and remember. I mean, these are, you know, the things that we're talking about here, gratitude, saying thank you. Um, these are the things that are the essence that set an average sales rep apart from a true sales professional. We, we always talk about the little things matter, Daryl. It's the little things that you'll be remembered for. It's the thank yous. It's the gratitude. It's the appreciation. These are the things that through thick and thin will never be forgotten. You're absolutely right. So our encouragement to you is don't just listen to this podcast, do this podcast, take <laughs> action, do something, say thank you, do it right now. Stop this recording and say thank you. And, and by the way, I think this is a great time for us to pause and say thank you, Larry, to the incredible community that's formed around Selling from the Heart. I'm so grateful 
for the um, encouragement, enthusiasm, wisdom, um, all of it, of the Selling from the Heart community. It is such an incredible thing seeing this movement of authenticity come to life. Yeah. Who would have known, Daryl, four years ago when this all started and then with the book coming out, gosh, three years ago almost, that this would happen. I'm blessed. Thank you to everyone who's listened, who's bought the book, who's followed the movement. We sincerely appreciate you. Yeah. And we have a very exciting announcement coming out next week about a new challenge coming into this fall. I can't wait to tell uh. you about it. It is going to be dynamite. So stay tuned. Uh, you'll see it. We'll talk about it here next week on the Selling from the Heart podcast. But uh, once again, a huge shout out to our friends at Bomb Bomb. Thank you for being uh, friends of the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you want to join the Insiders Group, get a free pass. Come out, hang out with like-hearted sales professionals. Go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. Uh, and last but not least, thank you to everybody who's leaving reviews and sharing the podcast. It helps us spread the word of this movement of authenticity in the sales profession. So until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, find ways to show gratitude, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.